Welcome to the Daily Objective, day 76 of the war in Israel. Uh, so we've we've uh, been making the point on this channel uh, that, you know, when we look at this uh, situation and look at who Israel is fighting against, uh, we shouldn't uh, talk about just Hamas. Obviously, we've made the point uh, that we need to talk about Iran, who is uh, funding all of this and the uh, the wider uh, problem in the Middle East, which is uh, generally, I'd say, all countries in the Middle East are uh, to some extent problematic. Um, Contemporary Islamic culture. Can we make a generalization there? Contemporary Islamic culture, uh, which is in a state of pathological illness right now. I know there are nice, wonderful Muslims out there in the world you can't have such a wide religion, you know, large religion with such a wide different set of viewpoints without that being true. But I think we can arrive at a generalization um, that it is, in fact, a death cult that has most of uh, Muslims in its grip. It's yeah. that simple. Yeah. And uh, so a point we made on uh, the reality show a couple of days ago, and I think we, we will be making more uh, on this channel is specifically when we talk about the, the Palestinians, which again, this is, uh, you know, the, the the Palestinian nation, so to speak, is a uh, recent enough invention from uh, the 1960s. It was a, a part of the, um, one of the ways in which the uh, the justification for the, the cause uh, to get rid of Israel uh, is, is made to the West. Um, but even even as wider Islamic culture goes, I think this is a, this is a, a, more of a death cult. It's yes, uh, the, the so-called Palestinian people are are dedicated. This is what defines them. It is the desire to kill Jews to get rid of the state of Israel. This is why uh, this supposed nation was created, and it is all that it's been about since. Well, I think you can go out in ever widening circles, you know, in terms of the intensity of this, but it's just a degree, not a question of kind. You know, they celebrate in the streets. You know, the the, the moderate Abbas was was saying justifying October seventh on October seventh and October eighth. He's been since then peddling these conspiracy theories. This is the moderate guy. This is a Abbas, the head of the Palestinian Authority on the West Bank. Okay, he's been lying and justifying and putting up with, uh, 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 you know, I want to make a point about what happened on Wednesday. You guys had a great talk. I know it's exploding in terms of numbers, and I would urge everybody to check out the reality show from Wednesday. Uh, The Palestinians are the problem. Uh, They really, really are. But it is not a moral question in terms of we I think it's a mistake to even open the question of individual culpability of Palestinians. The individual guilt or innocence of Palestinians is entirely irrelevant to Israel's right to kill the person. Let me give you an let me give you a couple of analogies. Let us say that in a standard murder case, someone kills someone and they claim not guilty by reason of insanity. And let's say that psychiatrists come in and say, yeah, this person thought that the person they killed was a Martian, part of an alien invasion taking over the earth. And they sincerely believe that it was a Martian invasion and they killed the person. So the jury says, yeah, the guy's completely psychotic. He's out of touch. He's not guilty by reason of insanity. Do we let the guy go? Do we let him out of custody to go kill more people? Because No, we put him in a mental hospital and we put him, if he's not 
guilty by reason of insanity. He goes to a mental hospital for as long as you could have held him for the crime. In many cases, in murder cases, that means in many of those cases, they are in a mental hospital for life when they're not guilty by reason of insanity. If a person is a violent threat, their moral status is irrelevant. If a nine-year-old child, a nine-year-old child is firing his gun at me, I can fire back and kill him. His moral, the status of his morality is irrelevant, utterly and entirely irrelevant to my ability to defend myself. His insanity, the level of his brainwashing, his age. If he is a physical threat to me, if he has aggressively attacked me, his moral, individual moral status is entirely irrelevant. So Israel's right to kill Palestinians has no, no connection. Let me just make it just as strongly as I can make this point. Israel's right to kill someone, to kill children, to kill children is utterly disconnected from the moral innocence or guilt of that child, if that child is part of Hamas's war machine. Against their will, with their will, whatever the degree of their knowledge is, it is irrelevant. Now, do most Palestinians support? Yes, obviously, the overwhelming uh, population. You can tell this from any number of things. For example, someone made a great point the other day on one of these discussion groups. You know, in Nazi Germany during World War II, there was an anti-Nazi resistance movement. They were constantly giving the Nazi government trouble because they were, imagine the courage it took to be an anti-Nazi German during World War II. But there was an active resistance movement, both in Germany and in France, as well as in Poland. The places where Germany, where the Nazis had set up camp, there were active, where's the pro-peace resistance movement among the Palestinians? None. None, yeah, whatever. And, and uh, you know, I'm sure that the, uh, resistance to the Nazis in Germany, they understood there was a chance they would be bombed by uh, by, you know, the allies. That's that's a possibility. And uh, it's it, this didn't make them stop supporting the allies and, and start supporting the Nazis, which is, of course, the case uh, that we hear from pro-Palestinian you know, people or anti-Israel people in the West. Um, there were many courageous people, part of the anti-German resistance, who would call in would call in information for an allied airstrike, knowing that they themselves might get bombed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, now, that's so not a death cult, even though you know you might die. I can tell you that the Hamas and even the Palestinian Authority are part of a death cult. Why do I know that? They're using their own civilians. They're using hospitals and schools. They're using the numbers of their own children who die as a political and tactical military weapon. This is a death cult. Now, my ability to evaluate the entire culture as a death cult is quite independent from any individual moral evaluation I make of the, the particular person involved. Obviously, people like a boss must and can know better. You remember what I said uh, in one of the earlier podcasts? There's really there's guilt involved whether or not you're engaged in conspiracy theories denying the facts on October 7th, or whether your evasion consists of, well, Israel had it coming morally. It's either moral dishonesty or just this factual dishonesty. Uh, I'm talking mostly in that case about Westerners, but this applies to a lot of Arabs who can, should, and could know better. <clears throat> but as I go down into the population, which strongly supports these monsters, they celebrate in the streets. They celebrate in the streets. Uh, we've seen less suicide bombings like 9-11, uh, 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 but, you know, maybe they believe that with this hostage business, they don't need to be quite so suicidal in their attacks. 
So we're seeing fewer direct suicidal. That's because they're in a position of greater confidence and strength. So you mentioned you mentioned Abbas, uh, the the so-called moderate. Now, moderate according to uh, to Israel, according to the U.S. Uh, the U.S. has stated uh, uh, that they want the Palestinian Authority to take over Gaza uh, after Israel gets rid of Hamas. Palestinian Authority is headed by uh, Mahmoud Abbas. Uh, you know, it is. Uh, uh, and his his Fatah party, which is uh, which is a, a terrorist organization, uh, you know, and and uh, in in every way possible. Um, now, uh, this moderate has uh, has his his PhD. We've mentioned this. He has a, a PhD, essentially a PhD in Holocaust denial. His PhD from the University of Moscow was about how the Holocaust didn't really happen. Uh, something like half a million Jews were killed, and it was a uh, part of a plan to uh, justify Zionism or something to that effect. Who the hell create the state of Israel? Yeah. Don't you know the Zionist conspiracy is so wicked, they'll kill uh, hundreds of thousands of their own people just so they can have an excuse to create the evil Zionist state. That's literally the argument he makes. Yeah, and he, so he makes that argument. He spends his career uh, dedicating himself to murdering Jews. And, and that's another thing we, we need to remind people when we talk about the, this death cult that... Uh, October 7th was the most horrific uh, uh, instance of Palestinian uh, manifestation of Palestinian culture. We saw it, you know, we saw it with with our own eyes because they, uh, you know, live streamed themselves on Facebook and uh, shared it on TikTok. But it's it's not new. And this this was a form of Israel paying for its pretense that the Palestinian people are actually peaceful and Hamas uh, or or uh, whoever it is is uh, is doing something that the Palestinians this this pretense has cost lives before Israel has paid for it it, it has paid for it uh, kind of in installments and then it kind of paid for it you know in cash on October seventh but it's not it, it is not a new thing and it has become worse um, much worse since Israel started uh, working towards giving the Palestinians what they supposedly want in exchange for peace. Uh, the, the idea of, of, of a peaceful uh, Israel slash West Bank, uh, Gaza Strip became such a distant, uh, you know, unattainable uh, ideal uh, because of the way Israel has tried to appease the, these people. Right. If, you know, if I were to go on a time machine and I were to judge, you know, Christians and Jews have underwent uh, an enlightenment, unlike most of the Islamic world. They're living, in effect, in the Dark Ages still, um, because unlike Christian and Jewish culture, they did not under uh, undergo an enlightenment to give them, you know, better appreciation for reason and civilization. Uh so if I were going in a time machine and I were to judge people 600 years ago, say, in medieval Europe or 800 years ago, I would have a different moral standard for judging them as individuals. And so it could be that the, the culture, the Islamic culture is so barbaric, so savage, so irrational. They've brainwashed so many of these people from childhood that to the point that they're mentally warped and even you know years of psychotherapy uh, and re-education wouldn't get them out. It, as I say, that is irrelevant to me. If you are acting on this death cult premise, if you are a physical threat, we have a right to kill you. And your moral, individual moral status is entirely irrelevant. Um, and I think that uh, John made a really good, John Wass, 
<laughs> made a really good point about the West's reaction. We are so innocent that we really project in their mind. There's two ways that we project. There's nothing they can do about it. They're as if their beliefs are non-volitional and they're just inherent and they're innate. So they're innate uh, racist mysticators and we're never going to change that. It's going to continue for the next 2000 years. Or other people that would say, well, no, I, they can't even imagine. The, and in the West, this is true for so many people who are in a different context, the 21st century post-enlightenment context, where they can't even imagine people that evil. But both things are going on, ladies and gentlemen. There are, in fact, people that evil, and the West hasn't grasped that there are people that evil. They can't imagine it in their innocent minds, some of them. And on the other hand, we can evaluate the culture as a whole and say it's ir irrelevant, the individual guilt or innocence of the individuals involved. They are part of a machine that is destroying civilization and killing people. And being a threat, the, the individual moral status of these people is entirely irrelevant. Now, of course, it's a death cult. It's a death cult, whether it's the Palestinian Authority Abbas. You can, you can just tell by the way they, they approach the entire subject. They are willing to die. They are willing to go. Look at the film, like you say, they, they not only, and this is why you know it's a death cult, they not only proudly boasted of this on social media, videotaping the horrors of October 7th, raping people to death, burning families alive. And then when they rape someone to death or cut off their head, you see a group of them laughing, laughing at the way they torture and kill civilians. This is a death cult. Now, how mentally twisted do you have to be to laugh? Now, some people are truly evil. Some people may be so psychotic, but does it matter on an individualized basis whether terrorist one was just uh, a psychotic who was hallucinating or whether terrorist two actually knows the dimensions of his evil as he's raping someone to death? It is irrelevant to me. The behavior is inexcusable and I don't care whether any individual Palestinian is guilty or innocent. I do not care whether or not that is the case. Now, I am confident that the vast majority, the vast majority support this evil death cult. That is all I need to know. The individual, on an individualized basis, my moral evaluation is entirely irrelevant to our right to kill them. Let me underline that, put that on italics, make that all caps in bold. Someone's individual moral status, if they are shooting at you, if they are a deadly threat to you, their individual moral status is irrelevant to your right to kill them. Um, so I want to thank Bonnie uh, for the super chat and thank you, uh, John Wass, as well for the super chat. John says, uh, you bring such clarity to this issue, James Valiant. Uh, so John was uh, with me on um, uh, on Wednesday's show uh, and we uh, uh, the reality show. The title was um, The Palestinian People Are the Enemy. Uh, he was with me, Morgan uh, and uh, Jonathan. Now, John and I had a, a disagreement there. I had that disagreement with Robert Nasser as well, who wasn't on the show, but was in the live chat. We will. I think that made it uh, one of the most interesting episodes uh, of the show so far. And. And we will follow up at some point. Uh, next week is the holiday, so I don't know when, but uh, we, you know, we will be here. I just don't know if we'll do that episode, but we'll do it as as soon as possible because I think it was uh, it was very interesting. Now, um, when uh, on October seventh, and in, in the immediate days after, of course, we saw the the uh, savages in the West who support the Palestinians go out to the street to celebrate, but it took a while 
uh, for Western leaders to, you know, many immediately Western leaders condemned uh, the attack. Uh, some of them came uh, to Israel to show their support. One of the first, uh, I don't know if we can call how, how much of a Western leader we can call him, but um, what's his name? The General Secretary of uh, the United Nations, Gutierrez. He said uh, that the attack didn't happen in a vacuum. Now, when he said that, he uh, meant that it, this, was, it, this was a way of saying, look, the Israel has done things to the Palestinians that essentially mean this is the Palestinians responding to Israel. Now, uh, that, of course, is despicable as uh, anything pretty much that comes out of the UN. Um, but it's true that it didn't happen in a vacuum. It yeah. happened in the in in the this Palestinian culture that the West has been uh, has been funding supporting in in every way possible uh, you know saying that they have legitimate aspirations which is uh, you know the, the idea of legitimate aspirations nobody actually looked into what these aspirations were uh, so again yeah. one major organization Hamas wants an Islamic theocracy it's not just they want statehood uh, they have the right to self-determination or whatever slogans uh, people use there um, you know uh, the PLO wants a fascist uh, dictatorship all of them wanted to get rid of the jews so those were the aspirations and uh and they were those ideas were put into practice so in that sense it absolutely didn't happen in a vacuum nor do any attacks they happen in uh you know complete uh consistency with it. it's fully consistent with the the culture um that the palestinians have in the gaza strip and in the west bank you know, I'm going to throw something out. I think some, many of our progressive friends are racist about this. When it comes to a group like the Nazis uh, or, say, the communists, we have no problem identifying that the ideology is wrong, evil, monstrous, deadly. The people who hold the ideology are wrong. We are able to identify the ideological foe. What I found astonishing is over the last 40, 50 years, oh, and especially since 9-11, you know, the attacks on America uh, over 20 years ago, what I found is an unwillingness to criticize the ideology, to name the ideology here as if it's somehow innate or built in. So these poor, you see, Arab people, they do, they're, they're not like Europeans who can be judged for their intellectual beliefs. They're just, you know... I guess, animal savages, and we can expect no better from them. And that's our progressive attitude. So rather than that, so our progressives corrupted by multiculturalism and cultural uh, relativism, uh, uh, right, uh, th th that adds into it so that they ca can't see clearly. But their refusal to negatively judge the Islamic uh, culture, I think, is really what is the problem here. We, we, we Instead of taking on the ideological enemy, full-throated, in a completely consistent way, and what allows these young people on college campuses to protest monstrous, murderous atrocities, uh, celebrate them, excuse me, and to protest against Israel defending itself. What can motivate that but an ideological, this rot is an ideological failure to identify. It really is. It's a failure of ideology. It's a failure of philosophy at the deepest level. When it came to the Nazis, when it came to Stalin, boy, we could judge their ideology, we could identify their ideology, and America and the West could fight it. But what is it? Uh, uh, I guess Arabs 
are uh, genetically inferior to Europeans and can't be judged for their ideology and their culture? Nonsense. Nonsense. That's the only way you're going to... Look, you only can bring down the Soviet empire when you have someone like Ronald Reagan say it's an evil empire. You can only bring down the Nazis when you're fully committed to the total, to the understanding that these guys are monstrously evil. When we identify the culture and the ideology of Islamicism as fundamentally evil in the same way, uh, then and only then do we have a chance of defeating it. And, um, you know, we, we will uh, keep trying to clarify that. And uh, I think we, we will we will talk more about uh, just how bad the culture is. And, and uh, uh, again, this distinction should not be made between the organizations uh, fighting and the people who uh, support them. As far as I can tell, 100 percent or very, very close to 100 percent. And and again, it doesn't matter if it's 100 or 99 or uh, 51, right. uh, you know, Um <laughs> I, I do want to say, yeah, if, if you uh, think this uh, content uh, is helpful, is valuable, please share it, uh, like, subscribe. Of course, uh, if you'd like uh, access to more content and to support our work, you can become a member. Um, and uh, I, I also want to ask anybody who hasn't seen Wednesday's episode of the reality show, that that did uh, very well uh, uh, in the late hours yesterday, early hours today, uh, by our standards close to viral it had uh, uh something like 6000 views uh, since uh, last night and um and i think it's clo close to 7000 altogether uh so yeah please please like that one as well share it and uh if you can and uh want to uh, also engage in the comment section that's pretty lively there as well uh and that helps uh, tremendously so uh thank you james uh the reality show starts in a couple of minutes. Uh, the title of that is Genocidal Hummus. Uh, what does that mean? Hummus. I never thought of hummus. <laughs> I've got to tune in to find out. Thanks, James. I will be back on The Daily Objective tomorrow. I will be interviewing David Deutsch. That will be interesting. The, t uh, the yeah. topic is anti-Semitism in Britain. So uh, stick around for the reality show. And of course, join us tomorrow. Thank you. Goodbye. Be safe.